Hi, this is James Mercer from The Shins. This is Shirley Manson. This is Low Tallest, co-founder of The Cure. This is Huey Lewis giving you the story behind the song. The story behind the song is back with an exciting second season. We peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like The Killers, Heart, The B-52s, Violent Femmes, Jewel, Huey Lewis, Modern English, and more. To keep the music flowing, we'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org, from Louisville Public Media. Consequence Podcast Network. Welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org, Consequence of Sound, and the Consequence Podcast Network. Big hello to all of you who uh, checked out, well, first are listening right now, listening to this episode, but especially those who uh, subscribe to the series, listen to multiple interviews. Uh, we put them out, uh, new ones every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So if you'd like to keep up with us, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening from right now or uh, any of your favorite podcasts. Uh, landing spots like iTunes and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you get your favorite ones, just type in Kyle Meredith with. Hit subscribe. We will take care of the rest. That way you are able to keep up with all of your favorite artists and discover new ones, know what's happening in the music world. Always appreciate every bit of it. I'm Kyle Meredith, and today I'm going to be talking with the sounds. In fact, Jesper is on the line. We're going to be discussing the brand new record called Things We Do For Love. It's their first full length in, in quite a while. So, of course, we're going to be talking about uh, the time they took away from it. Now, there was an EP in the middle, so there's a bit of an asterisk to that whole thing. But there was also a legitimate extended break, and that was time that was very important for the band to get away from, especially a band that's been around for 20 years. So not only will we get into the importance of that, but refinding the fire that you need to write relevant, immediate music when you're this far into your career. Of course, some of those songs, uh, not only that they started writing over the last few years, but uh, even earlier ones from their career, have taken on new meanings, as have uh, many songs for many artists since the pandemic set in. And that's something that does happen. It's an interesting thing that happens with songs. So we'll discuss a little bit about uh, that occurrence. And since they are a band that's been around for so long, uh, what it's like to know your sound, know what the audience expects from you, and taking care of your legacy within that sound. We'll also get into some fun stuff, like uh, using darkness as a tool for writing, and the importance of vibe with this band. Uh, in fact, we're going to talk a little bit about the Blade Runner soundtrack, which has a, a very specific vibe that the band turns to from time to time. But we'll get started, you know, uh, as a lot of artists have with the pandemic, you've had to get creative, and the sounds are no different. Instead of a big release show, well, they sort of played a big concert to an invisible crowd. So that's where we'll start, kind of hearing what that experience is like. So let's jump into it, discussing the record Things We Do For Love. It's Kyle Meredith with The Sounds. Hey, how are you doing? 
Uh, I got to tell you, listening to this record and the things we do for love, it's been so much fun uh, what you all are doing at, at this point in your career. You can't always count on a band to stay exciting, you know, after they've been around for, you know, a couple decades. And you all are definitely doing some exciting music. So first, congratulations on this. Thank you very much. That's that's uh, really fun to hear. Appreciate it. I, going into it, you know, kind of back up a little bit because, you know, the record just getting or about getting released and everything. Um, but of course, everything has been put on pause and moved around and, and people are getting kind of creative with what they're doing out there. You all were able to play a, a full show online, a streaming uh, show for everybody, which was really, really cool to be able to pull that off. I, I, I do wonder what was it like playing to a, an invisible crowd, basically? <laughs> it's, it's, it's actually pretty hard to, to, um, to describe because at first it's, it feels like a long sound check. You know what I mean? You uh, you're standing there and you there's no one. You can you, they, it's an empty room, so you kind of used to being into sound check. But I think the most I, I definitely think it was tougher toughest for Maya because she she's kind of um, you know she usually uh, interacts a lot with the uh, with the audience and that feeds she she feeds uh, out of that of that uh, energy a lot from the audience. So. For her, I think it was more weird than for us because we used to, you know, keeping the beat and keeping the the whole momentum of the music going. And so, for me personally, it was it, I didn't really notice anything. Uh, I didn't feel weird until the after the first song when I, you, you you're so used to hearing the audience share, and that's the first time I heard like Jesus, it's completely empty. <laughs> and then some some people in the production. Uh, the film team and, and such, they started to applaud and there were like six people or something. And I was like, no, 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 don't <laughs> applaud because that's even worse. Because now it really feels like we're, you know, uh, back in 1999 when we didn't have a crew or an, an, an audience. So just don't clap, just let it be quiet. But, you know, we're used to playing together, uh, the five of us, and we can, we sometimes actually, it's more fun to play in front of fewer people than a lot of people. I remember we, I was doing a show in Myrtle Beach over 10 years ago at one of those House of Blues. And um, that was kind of like playing a live stream because there was really, it, I think that place holds like 2,000 people and we're like maybe 200 people there. So it was really empty. But that was actually one of our best shows we ever done because, you know, you get kind of a, a lot of energy and excitement when, when you have nothing else to lose, if you know what I mean. I had a great time. Great time, at least. So it's it's cool. I, I do love that. Please don't clap. Please don't clap. I totally get where that's coming from too. That's <laughs> a you, you have moments like this, you know, when when the world kind of changes and 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 things happen, and and you can look back at your songs. Do you find that some of your songs take on new context? Um, uh, a song like "Great Day" and even more recently, a song like "Safe and Sound." Do you, do you find those moment those those songs can like speak to new moments in in, in this way? For sure. Especially uh, Safe and Sound obviously came in the right time, if you can say like that, without sounding too harsh. And and also a great day. Uh, I remember doing this playlist for um, Spin magazine, and my manager told me like, "Yeah, it's it's a great list, uh, but you should add Great Day." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's." I didn't re- even reflect on it myself, but I actually listened to that song the other day, and uh, that all that song also resonates well of the situation we're in at the moment. I wrote those lyrics, you know, because I was so sick of the media, and you know, it's also and and every time there's a crisis like this, you know, the media just jumps on it, and for obvious reasons as well. But after a while, it just gets too much, and there's basically no other news nowadays. So 
I think that song, and especially Safe and Sound, really resonates well uh, into the current situation in the world. So that's interesting you, you pointed out that. You know, and getting into the, the this record right here, and one of the stories is, you know, as fans, we've noticed, you know, it, it was a little bit longer than usual, and, and that happens. I think most bands get to the point where putting out a record does take a little bit longer. I don't think that should be surprising to anyone. But I, I do wonder, like, how important was this time away for you all to get back into this record? Uh, I think it was really, I mean, absolutely necessary, especially for me and Felix, maybe, especially because we, we've been maybe the ones that's been pulling the most weights in the studio uh, during the past 15 years. But also for, uh, you know, opening up for uh, other members to, you know, contribute songs, which they've done on this album, which I think is great. Some of the best songs we've done is done on, on this, it's done on this album. And, I think it's for me personally. I mean, I had I had two kids. I you know felt I had to learn something else than just music. Uh, so I became an electric technician, a computer scientist. So that's what I've been doing. But also, you know, having two kids, Maya had a kid. However, we did release an EP in 2016. So we haven't been completely, but that kind of went under the radar for many people. But I think it's you know when you've been doing something for 20 years, we come to a point where we start thinking like, is this my life? Is this what I want to do? If I want to do it, continue doing it, how should I uh, find angles to to find more energy, more strength to write songs that I haven't written yet and that I want to write and inspiration and, you know, all that, that things, all of those things kind of only happens when you step away. And I remember the same thing for the second album or third album. Uh, me and Felix was in the studio like constantly and we were like, we both had like, uh, we can't, how are we going to move forward with this album? So we just decided like, hey, you go on vacation for a week. I went and I go on vacation for a week. And I went to Poland for a week. Don't ask me why. But <laughs> I did. And um, when we came back, we were like, you know, so much energy and so much new um, like motivation to, to keep, keep writing. And I think that's something you, you have to do sometimes. You shouldn't be afraid of it. And it's not like you all like stopped writing during that whole time, as you mentioned. The EP was in there, but even even the things we do for love. I mean, that as I read, I mean, you all had that goes back nearly a decade, right? Yeah, that was actually a, a demo me and Frederick did, um, like yeah, eight years ago or something. And some of the songs that I wrote for the album, I did, you know, in the same era as the EP. And then Felix came back, wrote some songs with Maya, and Maya wrote some songs with Frederick. So. It, you know, we, we, we've been writing all this time. Maybe it's just been taking a little bit longer and, you know, what directions we should go and stuff, and stuff like that has taken a little bit longer. But but to be fair, the, the whole album has actually been done for over a year. So it's only t- it's, it took a long time to, you know, find the right label and shit like that. Do you, um you know, when you're talking about the record and the directions to go and everything, do you ever find that you wrestle with capturing a classic sound that people, you know, might expect versus how to move forward? Is that part of the conversation? Absolutely. I mean, I think for every album, you try to move the the comfort level a little bit further. And I'm not saying that you always succeed because at some point you've like, this, 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 is, this is actually pretty, this is an interesting question. And it's, it's pretty hard to express exactly what I mean. But um, for a band like us that's been together for 20 years, it's almost like one of the hardest things is to find a common ground for the five of us uh, to move forward. And even if we try to change our sound in one direction, uh, we, and we've done this basically for, for all the albums we've had, it's that you always end up 
sounding like we do. And in the beginning, it's like that's that's like a, a curse that you have as a band. Like when you're so sick of your sound, you maybe have the first and the second album, and uh, everybody keeps talking about, oh, you sound like that, you sound like that, you sound like that. But so it almost feels like a curse. We can't get get out of this the way we're sounding. But after a while, for 20 years now, we've been together. It's almost like, hey, that that is our sound. That, that's the sound we've been looking for basically for 20 years, and that's the sound that people referred to as, oh, you sound like the sound, instead of us sounding like, oh, you sound like missing person, as it was in the beginning, or metric, or blondie. So now we're that band that, you know, we have our sound, and we should probably take care of it. You know, it's our, in, it's our legacy, in one way. Well, and, and there, you know, I should point out, to be fair, there are many sounds on here, you know, from from what you get from the title track and everything. Uh, home, I know that's a, you know, features a completely different kind of sonic palette on that one. And Stay Free really sets itself apart as, you know, a, a pretty straight ahead rock song. I don't know where I read it online. I, I do know at some point, but I think you had mentioned that you and Frederick ha, had been using Blade Runner soundtrack a, as a touch point and maybe forever and maybe now. Uh, which I, I loved. I mean, that's I love what happened in Blade Runner. I, I was. What is it about that that uh, that interests you, and and how does it apply to this album? I don't think it applies super much to this album. Maybe a little bit in one song called Miami. But it's me and Frederick. When we write music together, we talk a lot emotions. And for the Blade Runner album is so much built on vibe. You know, a musical vibe. And me and Frederick, when we write music, we we talk a lot about in in terms of of uh, what kind of vibe we want for a song and not not maybe oh this here needs to be a you know hooky chorus or whatever we're more interested in in building a sort of what vibe in the song and later on has always been you know it we, it's not like we talk about that album every day it's just that sometimes when i play something on piano or, or frederick you know brings up a keyboard sound or whatever it does it's like we always end up oh that sounds exactly like uh later on but we never do anything about the music we and we we rarely do anything about that music, but we just, you know we have I guess a common ground when it comes to you know what kind of vibe we like. Uh, and Blade Runner is one of those soundtracks you you can listen to it you know at home, you can just do it in your headphones when you fall asleep. You can kind of you know it's it's a cool album in in many in many ways. You mentioned Miami, you know, kind of being the you know the thread to that right there. That it closes out the record, and and the last line we hear is the darkness is taking me over. I think that's the last line we hear. I think that's how the album uh, yeah. goes out. And I thought, what an ominous little line there. I, I'm not sure, you know, who who wrote it, but I was kind of wondering if you could speak about, you know, how that how the album wraps up with that as the lasting uh, impact. Um, oh, you've been thinking about that much more than we have, but I, I like it. <laughs> uh, I think it's a song that I think Frederick wrote those lyrics. I'm not sure what that song is about because I sometimes when we write, I, I do the music and, and Frederick does lyrics. But I think we we had an incident in in Miami on a tour uh, not so long ago where the the nightclub owner or the club owner is you know got really fucked up and. Uh, start to you know be really aggressive towards us and as aggressive um, so our two manager had to step in and there was a little you know fight and, and even the security guards at the nightclub uh, had to like apologize to us for their own boss behavior uh, so um, I think that's maybe that song is about that and the darkness I guess um, darkness is a great word when you when you when you write music because you know we're we're swedish we 
we live in darkness uh, a lot of the time and we write best songs when it's dark outside and and you're supposed to feel it's hard to write songs when you're super happy you don't have to be a miserable person to write songs but you have to have some sort of uh, feeling emotion um you know happy is also emotion but when it comes to writing music i think you need to be a little bit angry or sad or more like that when you write songs than you know you can be a happy person generally, but when you come to the studio, you try to bring out those things in you, both when it comes to chords and to lyrics. And I think that also has something to do with the EP that we released. That's a song called Darkness. So maybe that's overlapped. But uh, I, I have to ask him about that. Darkness taking me over. It is it's an interesting way. really dark. Yeah, no, it's it's. <laughs> but like I said, it's it's a really interesting way, you know, to 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 things kind of kind of end on that note right there. And and maybe that's because again, I'm recontextualizing a little bit myself, you know, in the world that we live in and and how it's affecting us all right now. But um, but I do love the song. Uh, I really do like it. And 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 Jesper, I'll, I'll go ahead and recompliment you on the whole record because the things we do for love is is such a strong outing for you all. So. You know, again, uh, congratulations on this one uh, over and over and over. Man, it, it has been a pleasure to talk to you today. Thank you so much for, for doing this. A uh, little worldwide connection here. It's it's always fun. <laughs> um, appreciate you taking the time. You and too. I, I love what you guys are doing. So so thank you so much. Thank you. And um, now, now you can finally step out of your closet. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and I can go with that. <laughs> All right, man. But yeah, I appreciate it. And uh, stay safe. Uh, uh, you were in kentucky right yep yep in kentucky yeah yeah so, yeah hopefully you you won't get hit as hard as some other places yeah. in the world so far so good uh no appreciate yeah. it and same to you uh take care out there we'll we'll see you around yeah all thank right. you all right bye-bye my thanks to jesper again the brand new album from the sounds is called things we do for love thanks to jesper thanks to you for checking out this episode again if you're not a subscriber and you want to keep up with the series hit that subscribe button itunes apple Podcasts, spotify youtube wherever you like to get your podcasts from We'll send you new interviews every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday so you can keep up with all of your favorite artists and discover some new ones, know what's happening in the music world. Just type in Kyle Meredith with, hit subscribe. We'll take care of the rest. After that, head to WFPK.org. That's where I do a show Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern. It's an hour full of song premieres, music news, anniversary spins, and bonus interviews. Again, that's WFPK.org. Consequence of Sound has your music and film news. You can also find me on just about any social media platform, at Kyle Meredith. Please follow and like in the appropriate places. And that does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. Um, ooh, there's a cat. Sorry. Ooh, that's a scary story. There's a cat that jumped out from the dark. Hey, I'm Jen, and I love horror movies. I'm Mikey. I'm dead inside, and I also love horror movies. And we really like to torture our friend Todd because he hates horror movies. That I do. And that's why they call me the horror virgin. <laughs> that's the only reason we call him that. I'm not, no it's... other reasons at all. You're not oh, Whatever. <laughs> So every <laughs> every week we take him through the encyclopedia of horror, the good, the bad, the ridiculously Jack Frosts, and then we make fun of it more or less, or explain its deceptive feminism. Oh. Yeah, exactly. That's what I do. That's my thing. <laughs> and I'm the funny one. <laughs> Our episodes drop on Monday, so check us out.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.